we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. God's word is sure and his truth is received by what? By faith. Through faith we know we are with him. Galatians 3 and 26, for ye are all the children of God by what? Faith in Jesus Christ. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. So that means you can't see it, but you believe it. Amen? And that belief is what makes us or puts us with God. Our belief in him must line up with his word. The reason why people don't believe is because they don't read. They don't know the word, so their faith is in something weird. It's in grandmama's prayers. That, that's not going to work. It's not going to get you to heaven. That's why the rapper, when he's getting the award, I want to thank God who is the head of my life. No, he's not. I promise. He is not the head of your life. Amen? He is not the head of your life. You're in the club on Friday. He's not the head of your life. No, he's not. No, he's not. You listen to booty shaking music. He's not the head of your life. I promise you he's not. It ain't just the singers. It's the folks that's listening and enjoying it. Oh, I can't get amens in here. Amen? I No. No. So, your belief in him has to line up with his word. This gives us what? Confidence to know which side we are on and what God's plan for us truly is. How do we get this confidence? When our belief lines up with his word. We're confident once we read it. Have you ever been down and feeling down and feeling bad and you read something in the word that rejuvenated you? The word just, wow, man, I, no, I feel better. I feel you have confidence now because you read the word. The word gives us confidence. First John 3 and 21, beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. That's a powerful scripture. It really is. Our heart condemn us not. That means we have confidence toward God. So that means when your heart is condemning you, you don't have confidence. That's why when you practice sin, you can get up in front of folks and, and claim that eternal security all day long. But you know at the end of the day, you know you feel God is not listening to you. Because your heart is condemning you. Yeah, y'all, they can get up here and fake and shake all they want. But they know at the end of the day, they don't have confidence. That's why they're arguing eternal security. They wouldn't even be arguing it if they had confidence. No, man, no. Once, once you're saved, always saved. It, 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 just, it just is. That's because they need it to be. Because they don't have confidence. Amen. I'm not saying everybody's going to be perfect, but good gracious, man, you was five years old when you claimed Christ. And you done been a hellion since then. Amen. First John 3 and 21, our heart condemn us. If our heart condemns us, then we don't have confidence. But if our heart condemneth us not, we have confidence. God's side wins. Look at somebody and say, God's going to win. God's going to win. How can the creator of everything lose? I don't understand Satanists. They're crazy. They're crazier than just wanting to serve Satan. You're crazy because Satan was made by somebody. you real crazy. Yes, you are. And they think they're going to win. 
And when I die, I'll go be with Baphomet. And we will be together. In hell. You know, and the Satanists will tell you that God missed, see, he misjudged. He did Lucifer wrong. He just did him wrong. Okay, and what if he did? I'm just saying, man, he did him wrong, man. So, you know, I'm, you're going to what? <laughs> I'm going to make sure he don't do me wrong. I'm just going to do whatever he says. Because he made me. You going to take up for the devil? It's foolishness. God's side wins. Though we fight daily, we know that through faith we will be what? victorious and then how many of you know that victory is coming and this is not it don't have to be the end of all things it could just be the end of a situation or a season victory is coming amen oh I know I get some amens on that amen it could be the end of a season victory is mine I told Satan Get thee behind. Victory today. I meant that, Jack. First John 5 and 4. For whatsoever is born of God. I mean, yeah, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the what? Victory, Victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Look at somebody say, I'm going to win. Victoriously, we will overcome. Amen. But in order to overcome, you better love the truth. This is where people, this is, this is where they're messing up now. This is why they're not on the right side. Being on God's side requires total submission to his word. Look at somebody say total. Total submission. That means when you read something, you can't skip over it. Total submission. To his word. Get in the army. Go enlist in the army. And start telling them how you want things to go. You will get the butt of an AK in your temple. Because you're not going to come tell them what to do. They have rules that you're going to follow. And the first thing they're going to do is break you. Break you of your own will. Because how can you be on the battlefield, somebody carrying a scar rifle, doing their own thing? I don't want to be in that platoon. Uh, you need to have your wheel broken before we hand you this weapon. Amen? That's why they do it. Because I'm giving you a weapon and you'll kill everybody, including yourself, if you're not dead to your own desire and what you want. We have to program you to want what we want if we're going to give you our weapon. And that's how God is. If we're going to be on his side, we have to do what he says. How are you going to be on his side working for the devil? You're not on his side. Amen. That's what this whole secret sensitive movement has done, man. It has made us just weak warriors. Weak warriors. Weak warriors. These folks would have felt sorry for Judas. Yeah, they would have. Oh, you got to show him love, man. You got to show. 
Uh-huh. Come on, Judas, back. We're going welcome, to welcome him back in the fellowship because he, he said he was sorry. That's Judas. How you going to trust him back in the fellowship? When he hear the coins jingling, who's next? And, that, you know, that, that's what has degraded church. That has degraded the fellowship of the saints because people are too liberal in their belief. The Bible tells you to put the contentious person out of the church and the strife will cease. That's what the Bible said. But we so seeker friendly, well, bring them on back. This is an army. You got to follow the instructions. You got to be in total submission to the word. Many claim to be with God, but they are motivated by their own desires. They are deceived. Matthew 15 and 8. This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouths and honoreth me with their lips. But their heart is what? I remember when God spoke this scripture to me. I know I read it before, but I was in a situation where I heard the voice of the Lord through his Holy Spirit speak this to me. I was at a midnight musical. All y'all know the midnight musical, right? I don't know how it is upstate with y'all, Brother Cam, but down here, midnight musical, Houdini needs to perform. And y'all know what song they need to do, right? The freaks come out at night. Yes. Put them on program. Because it is just gayed up, nasty foolishness in the midnight musical. And so I was in one one time and I was watching the punkiest punks ever sing. Lights flecking off and these gays was in there and they was up doing a song called, they, they had mixed the bird in the song from the time. Uh, rock, hallelujah, they had flags and rhinestones on their pockets shredded up jeans and they was all in there and I was like and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said this is exactly what this scripture is I mean they singing about me and they honoring me with their lips but their hearts aren't with him none of them were on God's side because they went through the word and picked what they wanted to believe and they left out the truth of the word when a person is motivated by their own desires then they must avoid God's truth so all these people that were singing that day, they're all going to go to a church that's not going to address their gayness. Yeah. They're going to go to a church where they need a musician bad enough that they will tolerate him wearing them pumps. They need a musician bad enough. Yeah, they need him bad. They know. They, our membership depends on the music here. So they're going to let the sissy direct. They're going to put them on the instrument. They don't care. We were just talking about this yesterday. You know, I was sitting in the church because I used to play for churches. And we were, I was playing for this church. We were talking about this with Vicky, And we were at this one church. And man, these folks was crazy. But I was in there playing, getting that check. <laughs> I was getting the check. But they were crazy. But I was getting that check. So I had to sit down one day. And I was sitting down one day in there on the keyboard. And I was watching all the foolishness going on. I was like, this is foolishness. So I'm sitting on the keyboard, Elder. And I'm looking. And something just snapped in me. And I came home. I told my wife, this is it. I'm not playing for another church for money. I'm not doing it. No. The situation, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to subject my family to some foolishness for a check. I'm not doing it. It ain't worth it. Because they're going to be crazy. If they grew up in that church, they're going to be crazy. Man, money, you can't, you, <laughs> you can't pay crazy off. Crazy going to always cost. 
And I had to make that decision. And I could go play for the all. I mean, I had churches calling. After that, man, I had churches. It seemed like when you do that, all the churches start calling. Man, I had churches calling me. Man, we'll give you six, seven, eight hundred dollars a week. One service, just 30 minutes. I mean, they would, all these offers. And I was like, oh, man. But I remember what I said. And the thing I always remember, and I tell the heroes this, man, I said that. So if I change my mind, you know what my wife going to think about me? Do you know if I tell my wife, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Never again. And they come back, well, maybe one more time. I mean, she's going to be like, oh, this dude is whack. So I stuck. Didn't I stick to it? I stuck to it. I said, no, I just have to find some money. And God began to open doors. Different things start happening. But it, it, You're going to go through a period of not having nothing. Because God is going to make sure it's all out of you. Oh, yeah. And it, it, you know, I try to tell, and I'm telling all y'all this. Please remember this. This is just how God works. And he does it every time. It's just the way he is. You'll never see the blessing until you do what he said do. You'll never see it. He ain't going to tell you nothing about it. He's not going to say, oh, but if you just leave, if there's something. No, there's nothing. You just do what's right. Amen. But we do what's right because it's right. I know when I leave this church right behind that God got a, got a blessing, a check is just going to come from nowhere. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard because God is going to test you to make sure you mean what you say. Folks, don't amen on this part. Oh, yeah, this all these all these brothers. Oh, yeah, because we all in the same boat. These brothers, a lot of them came down here with two incomes. God told them, no, just go down to one. Man, that's some hard stuff right there. Yeah, he ain't said it to everybody. You know, now don't, don't, don't go, don't go crazy now. And go home. You're leaving your job and that's the only money coming in. Don't do that. Hey, Amen. You let God lead your house and lead you into doing it and all that. Hey, Amen. Get some sense. Look at somebody and say, keep some sense. You know, but hey, you know, if God tells you that and speaks that and that's what you, man, that's some hard stuff. Because, you know, whenever money's involved, it's hard and it's tough. But you got to keep your word. By believing the word. Amen. And I don't make promises to anybody. Man, yeah, if you do this, man, I guarantee you. you go, I don't say that. Just do it because it's right. Boy, the amen just start thinning, boy. Nobody want to end the year like this. Where's the, the miracle and the season and harvest message? Do what's right. Try that. Amen. And I knew it wasn't right me sitting in that church under them crazy people. That's not right. It's convenient because I was getting paid, but it ain't right because my family's in there and they're not getting the word that they need. They're getting foolishness. Amen. Can I get an amen, y'all? So you got to do, look at somebody and say, you got to do what's right. No matter how hard it is, you have to do what's right. When a person is motivated by their own desires, then they must avoid God's truth. God's truth will conflict with their desires and force them to avoid truth altogether. They'll put themselves in a position where they don't have to hear truth because truth is in their way. Second Peter 2 and 2. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. So not only are they getting away from truth, they start speaking against truth. What they like to do is attack the people that preach the truth because they feel like that somehow discredits truth. Yeah, that's why they killed Paul. 
That's why they killed Peter. They didn't kill him because they didn't like them as human beings. They killed him because they were saying stuff that was going against their agenda. Man, this truth stuff got to stop. It's messing with my money. Can I keep preaching in here? Person that does not desire truth cannot mature as a what? As a believer. They will struggle in this life and eventually turn away from God's plan for their lives altogether. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 12. That they might all be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. When you hear unrighteousness, folks think, ooh, sin, sin. Unrighteousness is just being aligned wrong because righteousness is right alignment. So you can just be out of place, not where you're supposed to be. Finding pleasure in not being where God told me to be. That's unrighteousness. Amen? Oh, I hope y'all listening to me. So at the end of the year, this is what I do, and I'm, I'm going to, it will behoove you to do it too. I test myself. So at the end of every year, you need to take a test. You need to take a test. You need to test yourself. Amen. You know what your report card for the year looks like. Amen. You know. So you need to examine yourself. Three, three, three things you need to examine always. Number one, especially if you're going to be a member at, at the ABC, the Adam and Believers Council, you need to first figure out, does the truth upset you? Does the truth upset you? Now, I tell the men all the time, when you're challenged by another man and his authority and you didn't grow up with male authority, everything he says and does is going to pose a threat. And you got to check yourself and say, oh, well, you know, I grew up without a father, so I got to get an understanding, understand he ain't mad at me or he ain't trying to get down on me or nothing. He's just trying to make me better. So I got to realize that. And you have to play that through your head. I know men now that are great men. Grew up with a father. I got one guy. This guy's a head surgeon. This guy is brilliant. I mean, this guy's brilliant. But he didn't grow up with, it, with his dad. So he wrote this down on a card. What he says to himself when somebody checks him. When a man checks him. This dude is my age. He's 45 and he's still doing this. And he looks at the card, you know, or he'll look in his phone now or whatever. And he'll read this thing, proclamation that he wrote to himself. That he wouldn't get upset when he's challenged by male authority. Because that thing, as long as you're living, the enemy will keep poking at it and keep trying to use it. Okay? Amen? That's why it's hard. It's hard when you grow up without a father. You got to deal with that. And you got to consistently deal with it. Especially when it comes to an environment like this where you're going to be challenged with truth. Because the first thing the enemy is going to do is stop you from hearing the truth and focus on the person giving the truth. And if it's a man and he's speaking with authority, you're going to take it personally. Amen? That's why you got to fix that. You got to fix it. You got to use the Holy Ghost so you can know this man ain't challenging me as a man. He don't have a problem with me. He's just saying what God said or he's just doing what God told him to do. So I have to handle it differently. Does that make sense? Yeah. Amen. That's why I tell folks, boy, you got to think about some stuff when you're talking about divorcing. I don't even understand. Can't get an amen. That's okay. I know this is hardcore. I know it. I know it. It's all about you and what you want. And how you feel and my feelings and my feelings. No, 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 no. What happened to love? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not puffed up. It's long suffering. Beareth all things. That's put up with all things. Believeth all things. Hopeth. And what's the next one? Endureth. Yeah. But does the truth upset you? 
You sitting in church, jaws tight. Right now. Because I just preached that. And you was thinking about divorce. Now your jaws tight because the truth came. You mad at G. Craig Lewis. Ooh, I can't stand him. He always, ooh, he just, ooh. I just quoted scripture. Yeah, but you not be so loud. <laughs> yes, I did. So you hear me? Sitting in church playing Angry Birds. So you can't hear the preacher. <laughs> you going to hear me, Jack. I'll walk to your aisle. When God brings the truth to you, does it make you angry or does it cause you to change? When we are on the winning side, we never have a problem with our leader rebuking us or chastising us because we know that our way will always lead us astray. Yeah. So you don't have a problem with rebuke. They said, dude, you, you shouldn't have said this to someone. You shouldn't have behaved. As a, you shouldn't have, you'd be like, yeah, you're right, dude. I, I, I need to straighten that out. That don't make you less of a person than that person. No, it doesn't. You needed that. Because if you don't listen to that, everybody's going to think it. Then you want to, man, I don't have no friends, man. Well, nobody, man. Man, this church is whack, man. Don't none of the men hang out. Don't none of the men be together. Don't none of them. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They was all together last night playing basketball. They just didn't call you because you crazy. They don't, want, they don't want you there. They trying to play basketball. They don't want to hear about your wife. Dude, we trying to have a... They know when you come. <laughs> man. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, she tripping again, man. But just go and give me the ball, man. I, I go on to play. Dude, nobody wants you on their team. Get out of here. Because you just whack. And then you can't handle rebuke. Somebody try to rebuke you, dude. You make 50 excuses. Shut up. Oh, man. Well, no, no. Learn to listen to somebody. When my elders are talking to me, I got some guys that can call me and tell me stuff. And they know I ain't saying nothing. Like, yep. You're right. Yes. Yeah, I, res- I respect it. I have to. You, every man got to be checked by somebody. If you can't handle being checked, you'll never lead in God's army. Amen. And women, if you can't handle being checked, then you'll never be married. Not successfully because that's your husband's job. See? Three amens. Got an amen from a single woman. She ain't even married. She's standing she stand proxy for some of y'all. She gonna pick up the pieces when you blow it. Clean up woman. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it's all about, man. So don't let your personal issues, how you grew up with nobody telling you nothing, how you, your, you know, nobody, don't let that affect you in here. We're all in here. You're going to get checked. But man, don't let that change the way you think about the men in here. You don't want to be around any of them. And I worry about it. I do. I worry about it. As soon as I see a man that isolates himself and can't get in with all the rest of the men and can't get it, then I already know. I already know. I turn the hourglass over. This is just, it's not going to end well. Because you got to have men. Iron has to sharpen iron. So a man that don't have other men in his life, he's in trouble. Especially if he got all women in his life. Therefore, we know that the only way we can stay on track is to allow truth to what? Pride us in the walk in the right way. You know what priding is? Yeah, they heat that thing up, make them horses. Priding. That's what the truth does to us. Yeah, it heats up and burns us when we're out of line. And it should. But it's going to keep us walking 
the path that we should be walking. Amen? 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. And in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to what? Love. Embrace the truth. And so be saved. Is God, second question, you got to test yourself, is God in your way? I know that sounds weird, but for some people, God is in their way. Man, you in trouble when God is in your way. Yeah. What they want to do, who they want to become, want to be a famous model, movie star, God is in their way. Well, at least the truth about that is in their way. Oh, yeah, folks tell them all the time. Yeah, man, he, I mean, you're a good preacher, but man, I mean, I, I just can't, I can't be watching your videos because, dude, I want to be famous. So I got to go to a church where the preacher preach fame. Really, I got to go where the preacher's trying to be famous. Then I can ride that coattail on in. You're going to be riding that coattail, all right. You're going to be. So folks don't come, they don't want to hear the truth behind nothing. They don't want to know, man, that's too much truth. Have you altered your core beliefs for the sake of your desires? Are there things you constantly desire, but it doesn't line up with God's word? These are hard questions we must ask ourselves so we can walk according to God's plan and not deviate for the sake of our personal goals and desires. When we are continuously trying to fit our personal desires into God's plan, then we are no longer fighting for the right side. Amen. If you constantly ready to give up your marriage, you on the wrong side. Because God's plan is for that marriage to prosper. He said what God has put together, what? Let what? No man. You ain't even on the right side. Man, this is a hardcore message right here, boy. Folks going to walk away like they did Jesus. Yeah. James 4 says, draw nigh to God and he will do what? Draw nigh to you. So he flipped that around. Walk away from him. Bye. So you can do what you want to do. Then he said, cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye what? What is double-minded? What is double-minded? What is double-minded? That means that you saying one thing, but you really believe in something else. That's double-minded. When you're in here, hey, uh, mm-hmm. yes, Lord. And you get home, I can't stand you, old ugly waterhead. But you be in here, ah, yeah, mm, I feel the spirit. You double-minded. Cleanse your hands. Purify your heart. Are you motivated by God or by people's opinion? This is the worst one. People's opinion, especially family. Family. Family's opinions. Family's opinions. Family's opinions of you. Are you motivated by that? The enemy desires for us to struggle with esteem issues. Once we struggle with people's opinion of us, we lose focus on God's true desire for us. And we become overly concerned about what others think of us. And that's a, just a terrible life to live. Overly concerned about what others think. This changes the way we communicate with others and causes us to say what we want people to think rather than speak 
the truth. A lot of people are in trouble right now because they can't speak truth because they're worried about what somebody's going to think. I tell these men, man, will you just talk to me, dude? Open your mouth. Just talk, man. You got to talk to somebody. You worry about what I'm going to think about you? You think you're going to tell me something I haven't heard before? You're probably going to tell me what I already know anyway. But it's failure to communicate. You hold it all in and then you're living in your head. Then you start making dumb decisions. Then boots and an overcoat in the alley. What happened to him? He wouldn't talk. (laughs) We cannot be used by God if we cannot be honest about ourselves. Amen. Men, you ought to be able to have that conversation. Walk us up, dude. I'm a jive turkey. I just am. And, I, you know, I just need to tell somebody. Well, I've been a jive turkey before, too. So let's just, let's just talk about it, dude. Proverbs 13 and 10. Only by pride cometh contention. But with the well-advised is what? You can't be well-advised if you won't tell nobody. Can nobody advise you if they don't know the problem? Summary! At the end of every year. We should examine ourselves. We should always compare our lives to what the word says our lives should be. This keeps us in line with God's strategy. We cannot expect to win this war if we are not in line with God's strategic plan. The enemy will continue to make us focus on our personal desires, which can cause us to doubt God's direction. This is why reading and meditating on God's word is so important. The devil can't change our mind if our mind is stayed on God and keeping focused on God's way will keep us on the winning side. Second Corinthians 13 and 5, examine yourselves to see if your faith is really genuine. Look at the word. He's talking to the church at Corinth. The church at Corinth. He's not talking to sinners. He's talking to believers. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is really genuine. Test yourselves. If you cannot tell that Jesus Christ is among you, it means you have failed the test. I hope you recognize that we have passed the test and are approved by God. We pray to God that you will not do anything wrong. We pray this not to show that our ministry or show that our ministry to you has been successful, but because we want you to do right even if we ourselves seem to have failed. Our responsibility is never to oppose the truth, but to stand for the truth. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.